0: Riot. I'm not gonna lie. I forgot your name there for a second. I I don't know what's wrong with me. I have to say somebody's name and I can't remember for the life of me. Is is name Alzheimer's a thing? Because I think I have that.
1: Oh, I get that
0: real bad. Like
1: I still don't know the name of most of my first years, and we only have seven of them. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm still like, hey,
0: friend. Yeah, but, I mean, who forgets your name? Your name is unusual. It's all the more reason to remember your name. It's just...
1: I think it's when people see me and I'm, like, half asleep and I'm wearing eight jumpers and I'm sort of curled up in the corner of the workshop looking all cozy and they (laughs) just look at me and you don't really think
0: riot. No. You just think, like, oh, cuddly bear. No, see, I do think riot (laughs) (laughs) In, in that case. All right, Let's get to the giant orange, not elephant in the room, but mascot in the room. This Valentine's Day, does this go down as a good Valentine's Day, a bad Valentine's Day? How would you classify this Valentine's Day? Well, I mean, for me personally,
1: uh, I went to get Italian food and I was given a rose by the waiter oh. and then I ate
0: tiramisu in the bar. Oh, that's a good Valentine's Day. And I had Day. a date and everything. Ooh, mm. okay. Well, that I mean, that's a good Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I got ghosted by Gritty, though.
1: But, right. you know, Let's that's talk- a very on-brand move for him, I guess.
0: I think you need to kind of give some backstory and explain to listener, who already knows, I'm sure, because they yeah. have been following this saga right from the, the beginning. But explain a little bit about... Why Gritney Why Gritney? <laughs> Do I need to say more? Why Gritney? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I got dumped
1: and I took it obviously really well. Uh, <laughs> I got it's quite beautiful poetic like poetry in a way because I I got ghosted for a week in person by my then boyfriend Like, I flew over to Texas to see him, got ghosted for a week in front of our friends to my face, and then he dumped me in his car. And before then, like, I'd been chatting with a guy. Like, we talked about in Colorado, and I was like, oh, you know, like, I think, like, I should make, like, Gritney, and da 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 and it was a funny joke that wasn't going to happen, and I got dumped, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, (laughs) all right, we need a project now, or I'm going to take this real badly, and I did but i also had a creative outlet.
0: I think uh, you handled it beautifully. I do. I think like honestly, when when that happens, first of all, you kind of broke up with yourself a little bit of yeah. the uh, situation that that went on there. So, a uh, dodged a bullet definitely comes to mind when you came there, but then you took that dodged bullet and you like and you like made it into a gigantic okay, you I took my grief and made the perfect woman you did you did make the perfect woman, and I mean honestly, just the journey that you took everybody on in creating it, I have never seen anything like that before. <laughs> I've never seen somebody I've never seen all the things that goes into making something like that. never mind known somebody who knows how to draw something and then like make it like that. You made to me it
1: pretty. She is way more, like, there is way more involved in making her than I'm willing to bet, like, most of the mascot suits that are in the NHL because for them, like, I wanted her to have, like, defined curves. (laughs) So she has, like, full leg padding, like full sort of theater movie-level body padding all the way up her legs. She has arm padding. She's got, like, shoulder and chest padding. And then she's got that little separate, like, you know yes. waist loop, but most of the ones that you see in the NHL, like if you look carefully enough, it's just sort of like a an overly large bodysuit that they're wearing right. with the hoop in the middle. So there isn't really padding. There isn't much padding underneath it. It's just sort of like you know there's a lot of room. Like if you look at
0: Gritty's legs, they're like loose trousers in a way. Look, the <laughs> the cat with abs looks like taxidermy. So oh yeah, I mean, I mean come on. What passes for a mascot these days, especially in the NHL? Gritney is a masterpiece. She what did uh, yeah. what did um Kate made her like the Venus de Milo? Oh no, um, Who was it? Very Rubenesque. Yes. Oh was, she did
1: make her, she made her Aphrodite. Yeah,
0: Aphrodite, uh, Where she's yeah.
1: coming out of the sea in that clam shell. Oh, that was my a fantastic
0: God. edit. That was insane. That was so that was so good.
1: And I've been working on her for so long and yeah. I knew I wanted it to be like a big surprise at the end. And I'm someone who likes to post progress photos. So it was really hard to balance like what photos I could post without giving away the secret. Uh, and then also having to go on and off of private because people kept tagging my yeah. progress photos with the flyers. And I was like, not yet. And now I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> we We're not going to look anyways.
0: But um, I feel like this isn't the end. This could just be the beginning. Actually, let's let's rewind. So you posted. and um, And then what does Gritty do? Nothing. Gritty
1: then posted within 30 minutes. Gritty posted his own like video thing where he's sitting on a sofa surrounded by tissues, which I'm pretty sure they were going for the vibe that he'd been crying, but no one took it that oh, way. Oh no. Uh, That's not and what we thought like, he was he's doing. He's like, oh, are you single on Valentine's Day like me? And he's like swiping on Tinder. And I'm like, bitch, I just spent six months making you a girlfriend.
0: Unbelievable.
1: I, Which a friend did point out that like maybe he wants a boyfriend. It was very heteronormative of you.
0: And I was like, fuck, you're right. Uh, you know what? I, I, at uh, the, at the same time as being disappointed in Gritty, I feel this is almost the most on-brand thing that Gritty has ever done, in a yeah. way.
1: But, uh, yeah, so he posted his, like, Valentine's thing. I posted mine, which was a take on the American beauty, like, rose couple scene, yeah. uh, which was really fun to shoot because we booked out... My university does not ask questions, so... When I was making the costume, like my tutors would just pop in and be like, "Oh, she's going well. What yeah. are you going to do?" Oh, I'm making uh, fake nails. Oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> uh, and then I had like one of our uh, workshop technicians took me on a tour around the building to look at all the rooms that we could potentially shoot in because we needed to shoot from the top right. down.
0: Yeah. And
1: I was like, I don't want to have to like rent a genie or like a stairmaster oh thing, uh, like one of those scissor lifts that we have in the uni. What? No drone. Found? Huh. No drone. <laughs> No, we don't have drones, sadly. I uh, get caught in the rigging up in the ceiling. Probably. Because every every room in our, in our university is essentially a theater space. So mm-hmm. it has, like, full scaffolding everywhere. But uh, we found a room that had, like, a little half mezzanine floor. Mm-hmm. So I think if you look at the pictures, you can see that I'm, like, lying under the mezzanine floor. And my friend from uni, Ollie, was up on the top shooting down. And he went to our, like, technical department and said, like, hey, I'm doing a photo shoot. And he showed them the photo that we're recreating and told them what it was. They didn't go like, what? They were like, oh, of course. You're going to need like a skylight, two box lights. We'll get you a reflector. Mm -hmm. Clearly. So he got given nine grand of camera equipment, including the camera. uh, Just given to him to rent for like, you know, as long as he needed to shoot it. Uh, We had 6,000 rose petals and they weren't enough. Oh my God. Like they, they gave me maybe like a, an eight inch perimeter around me. And we didn't put any underneath me, but it just was not enough petals.
0: Wow. She's a big girl.
1: Yeah. I've got two more. I've released two photos of her. I've got two more to release, which I'll probably do. Like I'll do one when I get to Philly, but I'll probably do one just before I leave for Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the plan is like, that's not the end. Like for one, the flyers are going to have to try real hard to ignore me. Cause I am going to be spamming them. That's right. Um, but we also, I was like, it would be kind of funny to do, like, other shoots. And like, I have this suit now, and I enjoy it. I like the flyers, and it's like, I spent six months making this dumb fucking mascot suit, partially to get over a breakup, and then partially because I really, really like the flyers, and I fucking love the concept and the design of Gritty. I think it's yes. genius. Yeah, he's, he's one of the most unique mascots in, like, the league, I think. Like, he's close to, like, Victor E. Green, because they're not necessarily, like, the other ones are essentially just sort of animal suits. Yes. And then there's that, you know, the one with the abs that's just yeah. like. Taxidermy. Like that's that's essentially a furry yes. in full design. Where Gritty kind of looks, he's kind of human.
0: He kind of looks like Jake Borchek. But he also <laughs> kind of looks like a weird mammal. If, uh, if you had to, you know, you know how that movie Inside Out? No. The the is it inside out? The the um the the um Pixar movie. Oh yeah. Where it's the emotions. Mm, I feel like gritty is like the inside of like a Philly fan, right? Like if you were gonna manifest a Philly fan's emotions, it would be it would be gritty. Yeah,
1: it's such a perfect mascot that I was like, all right, I wanna pay like homage to this awesome mascot. I wanna practice my skills. I also really like the flyers and I was like, I'm gonna do this whole thing, six months of work. They ghosted me like my ex did. So it's just a perpetual cycle. But you know who
0: didn't ghost me? Who? Who did? Victor not Victor E. Green. You? Victory Victory, you are named appropriately. That's what you are, my friend. At first it was like he was wingmanning me. Because he uh he I was like
1: I I joked and I was like can't believe I spent six months making this thing and this bitch is like whining about being single yeah. and ghosting me. And he was like, maybe if you meet him in person, he wouldn't, you know, da-da-da. And I was like, I'm not like on the off chance, I'm not gonna like embarrass myself by taking this fucking mascot suit out there. Like, God no. You'd have to buy a plane ticket for No, Brittany. I'd have to I'd have to spend like sixty pounds on extra luggage to oh get her over there. Yeah, no. No. Yeah, and I'm like, that's a lot of effort and like I doubt I'd be let in somewhere with that suit. Uh, and I do need assistance to get into it. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I would have brought it if, like, the Flyers, like, fucking said anything. But they I haven't. So it's fine. It's fine. I'm not
0: <laughs> You will be back. So this is what I want to know. How far are the Flyers away from playoff contention? And how far away from playoff contention is Dallas? Because I feel like you need to hit your wagon to... The playoff train, and how bad? Team. Well, how bad would gritty feel if you were dating victory? Um, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> that like, was the, the plan. The I,
1: I posted a, a tweet where I was like, "Hey, who's the most like Mister Steals Your Girl mascot <laughs> in the NHL? Who should gritty like? Who should yes. Gritty sort of essentially go and date? Because it is kind of funny the idea of, like, yes. oh my god, it's female Gritty, and she's dating." The penguin's mascot yes. iceberg. Yes. Uh, but I don't know, Victor E. Green is the one who was like, hey, you should meet a in person. And I was like, oh, wingman game strong. And then I think someone replied to the tweet of like, oh, who would uh who would be Mr. Like Steals Your Girl? And like someone replied with like, oh well, you know, like there's this person, but like I'm just saying I think Victor E. Green would be a pretty good choice. And he liked the tweet. And I was like, all right, are we, are we wingmanning or are we like shooting our shots? Yes. Because well, like, don't test me. I just proved that I'd spent six months making a mascot yes. suit to get over a breakup. And I just got ghosted again. Well, so it seems like it's a, it seems like a perfect time for me to get over being ghosted by a <laughs> hockey team by hitching my wagon to another hockey team. Well, and I am seeing the Dallas Stars that play uh, on the 30th or 31st, I think.
0: Uh, I I am wondering if you are limiting yourself by going to for only mascots, when there are like lots <laughs> of actual like sexy, players, like a sexy version of like Cheeto. I no, I'm thinking. A, in my base. I'm thinking a flyer who's yeah. active on social media, who might be into this. I mean, I don't know who that is, <laughs> but I mean, too well, bad Claude Giroux is like sober now, or whatever it is yeah. that's happening <laughs> with him. I'm like God. <laughs>
1: they at this all right so i'm going to i said i would like surprise you with this or explain it so i'm going to the flyers game on the saturday and then the sunday uh someone on twitter was like oh are you going to like the wives carnival and i was like what the fuck is the wives carnival (laughs) they're like oh it's it's happening the day after and it's this big like carnival they hold inside the fargo or inside the fog um Which all the wives organize it and it's to raise money for charity. Mm -hmm. And it's got like carnival games and you can do like, you can shoot on net and stuff like that. Uh, It's like 25 bucks for a ticket. And I was like, fuck it. What else am I going to do aside from eat cheesesteak? Yeah. Uh, And I was like, yeah, I'll go to that. But they also do the option of like, oh, you can do a meet and greet with a player. And I was looking and I was like, eh, do I? I'm not really like a meet and greet person, honestly. Uh, I always feel really awkward with those. Right. But I was like, who would be the least, like horrified and likely to call security if I like unrolled a picture of Britney and was like, "Will you sign this for me?" <laughs> and I think it's Kevin Hayes.
0: Kevin Hayes. I don't know that one.
1: Uh, there... He seems to have adopted like most of the Flyers roster. He's the guy who he like missed a shot on goal and then threatened to retire like oh, on the ice. Yeah, he missed a shot on goal. and He was like, I suck. Yes. I suck okay. so bad. Take... I'm gonna retire. And I'm like, that's that's the boy. I mean, I might need to hitch my wagon to.
0: Take me through the roster. What about Carter Hart? He's too pure. No, I say he's
1: too pure. He's got venom on his mask. He's a bit of a monster fucker. Actually, maybe he'd be down. But this uh, is he's what not I'm saying. There, though. This is what they I'm saying. They only have like there's like five or six dudes who are signing Nolan Patrick's
0: one of them, but as someone who has like migraine issues, uh,
1: I don't want to, I feel like he's
0: (laughs) suffered enough this year. Well, but, uh, but don't you think that maybe with all the suffering, he would identify with your pain and being jilted and shooting your shot and not getting, and I feel like maybe, maybe he would identify with that. And like, you know,
1: I feel like really what would happen is I'd unroll it and he'd look me in the eyes with his dead
0: porcelain eyes and just be like, Jesus Christ. And you could just <laughs> say, you could just say bad breakup. And, and like any normal person would just be like, Oh yeah. yeah I be oh, I mean, like I got dumped. Don't judge me. Sign yeah. the fucking picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. I think that, I no, think I, that's, what's, I'm just saying don't limit yourself because humans, not all humans are bad. I mean, they're not gritty, but they're not, you know,
1: I feel like Kevin Hayes has some like strong Philly energy though. Like yes. Jake Voracek would obviously be the ideal choice just cause it's, yeah, Jake Voracek, who is sort of like Gritty's cousin. Uh, <laughs> yes, like they're yes. definitely from the same family tree. Well, I sure. mean, it
0: used to be that um, that the the Flyers roster just looked like a sideshow Bob um, lineup. Like, it was just
1: like an, an amalgamation
0: was, of gingers. Yeah, yeah, it was like a what, it was like a a police lineup of uh, <laughs> of sideshow bobs. It was like yeah. it was. Um, remember when they had Hartnell? And they had yes. Bortch, and they had um, they had what's his name Jeru when he was in his pin, um, goosing oh, police officers uh, phase. Yeah, they were all. Oh, and there's a, I'm missing one. Giroux. Yeah, I'm missing another obvious redheaded um, big person, but I don't remember who it is.
1: There's just so about. many of so them. So many, so many. I'm honestly surprised, like surprised that they aren't actively trading for like Cody Eakin. Yes. Uh, well, actually, I guess you wouldn't want to trade for freddie anderson just because it's like you already have your like big starter and freddie anderson would snap carter heart like a twig so, just to get that starter position oh so, so much and it's like you don't want to bring in that level of like so and freddie anderson has like confirmed anger issues so again it's i like, just, oh,
0: i almost feel bad that this isn't the colorado avalanche because i feel like nathan mckinnon would have been all over this all over well, it. have
1: you seen her ass of course he would be to-
0: to- uh, totally totally
1: the problem is that like i was like oh i wish i could do something for the abs but their mascot is so wholesome i can't do that to their mascot gritty you can absolutely like bastardize and create something awful totally i what am i supposed to do make a saint bernard with tits i can't do that (laughs) that would be a war crime
0: it would it would there are some lines that shall not be crossed and that is uh that is one of them for sure
1: i feel like that's when like the player safety association gets involved
0: yes so I like have
1: going to say a hundred meters away from any hockey team at all times.
0: <laughs> I have on my notes here, Nolan Patrick sad face.
1: Yes. Because you are out of the loop on the flyers uh, aside from uh, them ghosting me. Yes. Nolan Patrick has been out the entire season
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: so far because he was diagnosed with like a chronic migraine condition. Yes. Okay. Uh, which it's interesting. Cause I'm seeing a lot of people who have suddenly like gotten really into the flyers just because they're like, Oh wait, there's a, as a hockey player with like a chronic disability in a way. Yeah. And so they've started like looking into the flyers and they're like, Oh, I like this team. especially because looks like Snow at the White. Moment, yeah. They've got um, Oscar Lindblom who is still out with um, his sarcoma, uh, but they keep his equipment in his stall and it's like, they've been very supportive towards him. And then uh, Nolan Patrick's been out like all the way up until like today. He's just barely been, I think he's been to like maybe four or five practices oh my God. on his own. Uh, he hasn't been to a single game because just like trying to like migraines are fucking ridiculous. Like I have a, a way lesser, but I have like a migraine condition myself. And I was talking to some people in my flat, my <laughs> some people in my flat, I was with my flatmates who <laughs> live here. Uh, and there were time periods where like I was missing two to three days of beauty a week yeah. because I was in bed for the whole day with a migraine. And I think so many people don't understand what migraines are like. So many people have never had a migraine. Uh, like you, a lot of people think they've had a migraine until they have one. Yeah. And I generally am very like, I'm quite jokey about my migraines cause they're just part of my life. Mm. But like I told a story where, uh, I had a really bad migraine and for me, I go blind in one eye. Mm. That's my like warning sign. Mm. But like you got 30 minutes, maximum an hour, get yourself home get in bed, take your drugs. Right. And I take daily medication for mine. And I also have a preventative pill to take before the migraine hits. to like lessen the symptoms that I have heavy duty medication where I essentially have to stay in the house Oof. because I'm just lit. Right. I'm so high and like dizzy and I right. don't know where anything is, but I, uh, had a migraine hit once when I was like last year in uni and you know, I was like, Oh shit, I'm going to throw up. And so I like, Got out of bed and I was living in a tiny room that was like a hallway almost mm. with a kitchen on one side and a desk on the other and a bathroom at the end. And I got out of bed and I listed straight into the wall oh. because I was completely like lopsided. Right. And as I'm like staggering holding onto the wall, there was a big uh, baking tray where I'd cooked a load of like roast potatoes wow. and like a cauliflower cheese in it that I'd filled with water to soak. I can't see anything. I'm, like, completely blind from the migraine. I smash my hand into it, fall over. The pan lands on me full of, like, oh. disgusting scummy water. I can't see anything. I'm, like, shaking and crying. And I'm like, oh, now I'm wet. And it's, oh, like, all over my laundry. No. And then I have to crawl on my hands and knees, swaying into my bathroom so I could throw up oh, no. in the toilet. And that was, like, one of my migraines. Uh, and so I can't imagine having them, like... Like, I think to be considered chronic,
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: and that's not a
0: way to live. Well, I mean... Uh, but yeah, he he did an interview. Oh. What? Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just uh, thinking, like, they, they sound awful. They sound awful to begin with, but when you think when you think of someone who spends their whole life training towards something and then they get there and then this condition becomes something to which you can't, you can't even play. I just, I can't, it's just heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Mm. It's
1: fucking devastating. And it's like, like I, even before this happened, people were saying like, Oh, he's injury prone, which to me is such a stupid thing. I don't think anyone is like, more prone to injury. It's like, oh, yeah, he gets hurt a lot. And it's like, a lot of players get hurt a lot. It's often because they get slammed into, like, if someone keeps getting elbowed in the
0: head, right. I'm not going to be like, oh, their injury. Yeah, there is a you special. Know, have, like, stuff there, like that. Yeah, there's a, a special place in hell for people who blame people for getting sick. Right, like it's bad enough to be sick without yeah. having people who kind of um, blame you or make you feel worse for being sick than you were already. Like I, I, that's just a lack of empathy to a degree that I just don't even, I don't even understand it. People are assholes.
1: So many people who are like, oh, he's a bust. Like, oh, we should have, should have like gone for this dude in the drop Stop watching. Like you shouldn't be allowed to watch the sport because at the end of the, you want to enjoy the sport without having sort of like injuries and shit. Play shell,
0: play right.
1: NHL 17, 18, whatever. Right. Fucking play that. Don't watch the real sport because uh, the sport is played by humans. Human right. beings play this sport, and it's ecstatic to watch because you're watching human beings at like peak physical performance playing these insane games. And and I also think it's because like in the NHL we really really like. We praise dudes for playing with right. serious injuries. Like I love Patrice Bergeron, but I'm so fucking mad every time I think about him playing with punctured lung, like a punctured oh, lung, I like know. broken ribs. I know. Because it's like Jesus fucking Christ. Like, what? I mean, as a, it's sport, such a dangerous sport, yeah. And people are going to complain when guys get really injured, but at the same time, they will also complain when people talk about making the sport safer. It's like, look, do you yeah. want players to be on the ice, or do you want them to be in hospital? because you can't have the sport stay super dangerous
0: right and then bitch when people get hurt well but i think because i think what people want is to not be inconvenienced like they don't yeah. think of them as other people they're thinking of it um from the most selfish perspective which is i don't get to watch my hockey my team isn't winning because you're not playing fuck that player like that's what they that's what they think and it's
1: it's also pretty- that big difference of like it's a big thing that's been going around on twitter and i i always see the the phrase where it's like one one team hockey fans or like all oh, those fucking one team hockey fans on twitter because there was this huge hubbub a while ago of people shit they're like someone made it for the pens versus flyers game mm-hmm. where this guy made like a little video where it was just a montage of people uh who had in their like bios on twitter they're like yeah i, I like uh, i like the abs i like the flyers i like this and this guy made it as like a oh look like, slam dunk on, like, Flyers fans, like, oh, yeah, they're they're not real fans because they like other teams. Oh, and uh, I've noticed a huge difference between people who like several teams versus people who like one team. Right. the people who like one team are, uh, well, they, they like a team. They don't care about the players right. involved in the team. Whereas people who follow several teams, it seems to be that they care more about the players right. than the actual team. And I personally give a shit about players over teams. Uh, Someone did a great summary of it. Because I was like, I'm don't give from England. Why the fuck should I care about (laughs) any of these teams over another team? Right. I have no ties to any of these places. Right. No ties to Canada. No ties to America. I have teams I don't like. Right. But there's no particular reason for me to give a shit about a team. Like, why should I care about, like, I don't know, the Detroit Red Wings? Right. Why? The only reason I would is because of a certain player. But then if he gets traded to another team what am I supposed to still care about this team when like the players that I enjoy aren't there? And no. this guy was like, yeah, I'm pro union. You know, when the, uh, when the players leave, I go with them.
0: I'm not saying <laughs> yeah.
1: Management.
0: Absolutely. And that's why I always side with the players when it comes to collective bargaining shit, because I'm yeah. like, what the, who the fuck sides with the corporation what kind of a sociopath. Are you, I mean, you know what? There is an absolute correlation between people who root for the owners and people who are are mad when players get injured like absolutely they are the same person it's true and it's the same thing i I bet you that the people who get
1: mad at players who are injured are also people who are really like really like picky about like oh i only support one team it's fine to only support one team it's equally as fine to support several teams you should just be happy people are watching your dumb fucking sport in the first place. It's a bunch of grown men with no teeth chasing an Oreo. Can Calm you, down.
0: Can you fucking imagine if people did the same thing about ice cream? Like, pah, look at him with his mint chocolate chip, vanilla and chocolate love all at the same time. People who really like ice cream pick one flavor and then have like a, a commitment to that one flavor for the rest of their fucking lives. There's no bandwagon ice cream eaters out there. How, like, how unbelievably stupid
1: I think yeah and it's like uh I mean these people would say that I'm not a fan like I'm not a real fan because mm-hmm. I support several teams and it's like okay I'm not a real fan but I'm flying yeah for how many fucking hours right before before we even get to the halfway point of the year I will see nine different hockey teams play right in four different locations It's like, I am a fan of hockey. I'm a fan of the sport. I'm not a fan of a team because I don't give a shit about a particular team. I give a shit about a collection of players That's right. who maybe are on a team, but it's like, yeah, those people who it's weird, and they're like, oh, I don't like this player's sick all the time. We should trade him and get rid of him. It's like, why are you watching this sport? Like so much of this sport is about the team. Like I very much doubt that the hockey players have a similar mindset in a way because – To them, it's a sport, but it's all teamwork. Right. Like, you're not winning it so that the institution of like Philadelphia
0: hockey can have a cup. You're doing it for like, for your boys. Right. You're doing it for the boys. And the thing is that that's, I think that the truth is that a team does really well when all of the players on it gel. I mean, no one, no team wins the cup because their city's doing really well. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's about the players and about how well they gel together and how well they do. And I'm I'm the same way. I love or hate teams based on who it is that they are and who is on that team. And um, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes there's some overlap. Sometimes a player that I love gets traded to a team I didn't like because I didn't like the other ones, and he just makes me like them more against my will. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like there are some teams though where like you could put all my favorite boys uh in Chicago. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm still not gonna like Chicago. No, I'm just like, well, no.
0: it sucks that they're dead now. No. Uh, also also you <laughs> could ra- trade you could trade your player to play with Leon Dreisaitl, and that would be like a complete that would be uh, like uh uh
1: Okay, yeah, I just wanted to have a, a little rant about it.
0: I think I tweeted about this,
1: but Leon Dreisaitl is a fucking sourpuss. He is, is a supreme sourpuss. He is. All I've seen of him recently was him, what was it, him before the NHL All-Star game, where he's like, if Brady Kachuk, no, it's a, uh, if Matthew Kachuk gets on the yard, it's one of the Kachuks, who cares? One of the That's <laughs> The Kachuk family dynasty. One of them is on the ice. I will get off the ice. That's and right. It's, like, it's not even a real fucking game. It's the all-star weekend. It's a time where rivalries die. And I you all know. get drunk together. It's like, fuck but you, sucks like, All no, of he you. He gets on the ice. I'm going to get off the ice. I won't be on the ice with him. Then he scores off an assist from whichever fucking Kachuk this yeah. is. There's so many. There were like 50 there that weekend. So, so many Yeah, K'chuk's. He scores off that assist. And he like then mouths fuck you at him. Which, again, like, Jesus Christ, you fucking prima donna, calm down. Get a Prozac. Come on. And then, he's playing against, I think it was David Riddick and the Flames, Uh, and it's, like, the shootout, Riddick makes the save, and he, like, throws a stick in the air, and he's like, yay, I made the save! And he does a little back toss. Uh, And then afterwards, Leon is like, oh, it's such a... He said something that's so incredibly, like, sour where I I just want to be like, oh, for fuck's sake, dude, like, God you're such a whiny no. bitch. You know what? So- Not to be misogynistic, but God you're a whiny bitch. Yeah. Somebody
0: somebody needs a happy lamp. Like
1: look, I, ASAP. I'm from Germany. I get it. Like we're supposed to be a sour country with no sense of humor. But you don't have to live up to the stereotype. Like, fucking smile at some point. I get it. You're in Edmonton. Everything sucks. You're all horrifically depressed.
0: I feel like that <laughs> now... Come on! Like, the most emo player in the NHL used to be Ryan Miller, the goaltender. And I feel like Le- uh, Leon Dreisettel has kind of taken over that thing. And now he's, like, the most emo, sad. But he's not really... I don't know. Like, Ryan Miller was always, like, um, moody, sad. He was really emo. Is this emo or is, this yeah. there, is there more rage in it?
1: No, he's not emo. He's just, like, just a whiny bitch. Whiny I'm sorry. Bitch. He's just, like, God, you know what he gives me? He gives me, can I speak to the manager vibes? Oh, no. Except every single time I see Leon Drycycle or a quote from him, it's always him, like, whining and complaining about oh something. Gosh. It's, like, someone celebrates something and he's, like, ugh, I don't know why they celebrated. Like, yeah, they won a hockey game, but it wasn't, oh. like, that impressive. Is he, like it's, – the- It's the kind of thing where I'd, like – I would score my first goal yes. in like hockey and I'd be like, yeah, I scored my first goal. And he'd be like, why are you celebrating? Like your stats are terrible. You haven't made it to the net so far. And it's no, like, no. just can you like fucking lighten up Leon? Is You're he not like, in like Germany anymore. You don't like, need to look so fucking down.
0: Is he like the Karen of the NHL? Like, thanks he, Karen. Like no one asked for your Karen. opinion, Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's just sad. Oh, well, but I mean, um, I don't know. I, I I kind of feel like how can you not be depressed? You play on a team yeah. with Con- with Connor <laughs> McDavid. No matter what it is that you guys do, it's not working. It's very sad. I mean, it's, I just imagine that like having
1: Connor McDavid as a best friend at this yes. point is like having an anti therapy dog. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Like a dog that gives you anxiety. Like he into the room and you look at him it's and you're so like, oh god! Like you just suddenly feel he's like a dementor. Oh my god, he's like he's an empath. He's not a mean person. He's just a dementor where he just kind of sucks the happiness it's out a, of everyone because he's become a vortex but of grief.
0: Do you think maybe they hired him to suck the sadness out of Connor McDavid and then he absorbs it into himself? He's like some weird NHL empath. You no, know? <laughs> so that so that Connor McDavid doesn't just like kind of I don't know like quit the NHL in a in a huff. Yeah, it's probably like they're like, Oh yeah, he'll he'll suck the uh
1: the grief out of Conor David and Carmic David was like jokes on you, I have endless
0: of grief. Are you kidding me? You wanna suck best. the grief out of me, take me on holiday somewhere <laughs> that isn't Edmonton. <laughs> That's it. I mean they should pay yeah, them yeah. they should pay them in uh happy lamps and um and trips to Hawaii because and puppies and anything that makes them happy because they're just a sad, sad, sad bunch. I people. would
1: pay so much fucking money to watch a video of Conor McDavid being put in one of those rage rooms where you give him yes. like a hammer and there's tons of shit to break. Yes. I feel like he'd just go fucking ape shit. Yes. He'd go in looking really sad and then it would be like, Oh yeah, I'm just going to like hit this wall. I'm going to hit this. And then he'd just go wild. Like he'd just go nuts. It would be like, he'd
0: stop using the hammer and he'd just be punching <laughs> holes in the wall and screaming. Oh my God. Oh, wow. I I think I, I can't think I Me, mean, I mean, that's such a perfect transition into both biz nasty and evander kane that i don't know which way to go really uh we'll go with um let's go with biz nasty
1: first because from evander kane we can go into discussing uh the department of player safety ah uh, okay which let's is always a that. really fun topic oh they my god such a good
0: job this is like the most depressing episode of Misunderestimated underestimated ever Also, we should go
1: back to talking about how I
0: got dumped at the start.
1: We can do it full circle. You're really great.
0: (laughs) You know what? Is it making you feel not so bad anymore when you look at the NHL? I should just have a poster of Connor
1: McDavid in my room uh, and I'll be like, oh, my life sucks. I'll look at him and be like,
0: yeah, I'm going to go for a walk and experience joy. It's almost like you're like, oh, my God, I'm so sad I got dumped, and then I got dumped by Gritty. And then, like, seriously, NHL after NHL player keeps popping up. Uh, like, Nolan Patrick's like, really, Wyatt? Really? <laughs> Are you sad? <laughs> like, tell me more. And then Leon of and Connor McDavid, like, pop, up. like, tell us more about your problem, Wyatt.
1: <laughs>
0: really? Really? How many rose petals did you get?
1: I, I think Edmonton sort of like uh, is like Iceland. You know, the other places where in like certain times of the year they only get like three hours of sunlight. Yes. So they have to buy these lamps. Yeah. Where you like sit in front of the lamp to happy get lamps. like all your vitamins and shit. Happy lamp. I lamps. feel like maybe Edmonton just has a shortage of like endorphins or something. Like you go there and you stop being able to generate like happy chemicals. Yes.
0: Yeah. I had a, a Someone roommate. Someone get Connor McDavid a lizard lamp. I had a roommate in Vancouver who was Swiss. And, uh, and she was, she, it's like seasonal depression. So you, the, her doctor had to get her a happy lamp. That's what we named it. We named it the happy lamp. <laughs> she had to, so every time she was like, um, if she would like snap at me or she'd do whatever, I'd be like, go sit, go sit under the happy lamp right now. Happy I just lamp.
1: I don't think part of it David has seasonal depression. I think he has
0: regional depression. <laughs> regional depression disorder. <laughs> An interesting subsection of that that psychology has not yet studied. <laughs> I'm writing that down because that might be a title. Regional depression disorder. Nice. Okay. Biz Nasty. Oh, my God. Talk about depression disorder. And Dan Carcillo. So I just uh, remember seeing um, the headline. Oh, God. No. Here's me having to find. Oh, look. It's uh, Lixie. I opened up um Twitter and saw the pictures of her uh that she had just posted. So I was like, oh look. Okay, but now I can't find what I was looking she's for. She's our happy lamp. She's our she's a human happy lamp, is she not? She is. She's so fucking wholesome, I love her. The best. Okay. So where is the <laughs> that article on them? I love it because the article uh title was like uh Paul Bissonette calls out Dan Carcillo on racism. Like the first thing that went through my head was like You know who else is called out Dan Carcillo on racism? Dan Carcillo! Like, why is this news? That's literally all he's been doing for the last, like, two years, is telling everybody what a shitty human being he was and why he's not that shitty human being anymore. Or why he's trying to not be that shitty human being anymore. Especially
1: because, like, uh, when I saw... Biz was like, Well, about this time
0: you did this, this, this. And the dad was like, I already apologized for this and you accepted the apology. Remember? It's all in my text. And then, I mean, like, honestly, the uh, first of all, having to watch this drama go down is so infuriating when you have to listen to it through the funnel of being a woman, when the people, when people talk about how insanely catty we are, when you have to watch these two bitches posting their receipts, their Twitter receipts like, online, and you're like, are you fucking kidding me?
1: Ugh, There's a, um, the I think she's a writer, I'm not sure, it's someone who I, I always see people, like, you know when people put someone's name, and they put, like, asterisks in instead of letters so that they can't find it on search? Right. So you don't want to talk shit about someone about getting caught? Yeah. I always see people going, like, oh, fucking, like, I think it's Sarah Siv? Like yeah, C-I-V? I are like, oh, fucking Sarah Siv, and I, I think I follow her, I'm not sure, but I, I was like, I haven't seen what the cause of this dislike for her is yet, but I'll give it time. And then I saw that she retweeted Biz and she was like, just for the record, like Biz has always been really lovely to me off camera. And I'm like, you don't get a participation award. No. Like there are tons, of, if you no. have a massive platform and you use your massive platform to be part of a bigger platform that is incredibly misogynistic and all sorts of bullshit, it's like, I don't give a fuck if he was really nice to you, a white woman, uh yeah like in private i was like what's he doing for everyone else like oh it's i get it i'm a white woman but i feel like i can recognize that maybe you need to sit down like maybe oh. you know you going like uh guys he's actually very nice to me so he's not sexist like, yes. yeah yeah okay he's nice to you a conventionally attractive white woman i'm sure he was very lovely i'm sure that if he happened to like I'm sure that Barstool would be equally as kind oh, to a plus-size woman of color who's maybe gay or Jewish. I'm sure they'd be absolutely lovely to her, with just as much respect for you. This is this is what I don't get. It's like,
0: has she ever listened to an episode of Spitting Chicklets? Because every single time I force myself to listen to even part of an episode, because someone I like, for some God-for-known reason, is going on that podcast for some reason. The first hour is him telling some story, the most sexist, degrading, horrible story about any woman because I I feel to him like every woman is exactly the same, right? There's just someone who's there for his amusement or not his amusement. He's met on Twitter for whatever uh, reason. So I just don't understand. I don't understand unless you were born literally yesterday, how you don't understand that someone being nice to you someplace doesn't mean like, it doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean shit.
1: I, yeah. I think that's also a big thing of, uh, like with, Oh, what the fuck is it? Often with guys who will be like, how is biz like sexist? Like point out sexism to me from him. I think the guys find it very difficult to recognize sexism as easily as women do. Mm-hmm. Like so many guys would not have clocked the, like, what was that quote that went up where it's like, oh, I'm sure that so-and-so woman at the uh, All-Star game, oh, she must feel like, like, what's it like to be here amongst, like, must be here with the the NHL All-Stars. And it's like, the bitch has, like, six gold medals. Yes. They should be happy to be around her. right? And it's, it's one of those things where it's, like, guys yes. wouldn't notice that as, like, kind of sexist. Whereas I read it and immediately went, like, ugh. Like, it's not, like, crazy sexist yeah but there's still like that undertone of like yeah i'm sure that this fucking olympic multi-olympic gold medalist yes. captain of her team yes. several awards like ambassador for this 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 i'm sure she's very happy
0: to be next to fucking jordan binnington the the best way that I can describe it is um, I work in I work in fundraising, right? So I have to go mm-hmm. to a lot of charity stuff with incredibly wealthy people, golf tournaments, and all this stuff, right? And the best way that I can describe it is that when you are when you're in a group with all rich people and you see yeah. one person who is I don't know maybe like new money or not wealthy or whatever talking to them, the way that rich people Talk to them in the most dismissive way possible is exactly the way that he talks about every woman that is ever on his uh, that he ever even mentions on his podcast. It's that same kind of, oh, you don't really you don't really matter. You're just one of those. You're just a thing that's here. Um, That doesn't really matter. Fetch me this thing. Get me this thing. You're here for my amusement. You'll be gone in two seconds and I'll forget you existed. That's his attitude towards women. You're looking for a moment. You don't need a moment. Every single, every single way that they talk about women is, is, is in that way. I don't know. I just, I can't their tone. Everything about it gets on my last nerve. Every single time I have to listen to that. It's awful. It's awful. Yeah. We've, we've this episode is definitely like I feel like
1: every time we do a pod together it's just us soapboxing. Yeah. It's us taking turns to climb up onto a box and be like, yes. I another
0: thing. Like is can we make wah, uh, the title wah. of the podcast? How do you spell wah? <laughs> <laughs> <It was, laughs> we've got like
1: we've got Mr. Underestimated, we've got yeah. uh misunderwestimated, uh misunderbreximated. Yeah, it's gotta be like <laughs> what's well, like misunder or something.
0: Ms. under I can't my brains my brain hurts too much. Look, do you know how long Ms. It took me, Oh, I like. Do you know how long it took me to come up with Breximated? Like a thousand. <laughs> and then I refused
1: years. to use it because <laughs> I was like,
0: I don't want to fucking talk about Brexit right now. No, but it was a hit on the Discord.
1: Yeah, it was really good. It's the most European episode we've ever done, and God. <laughs> I forgot how much I love French accents.
0: Oh my God. How good is she? It was us recording that. I had to keep like fanning myself and I'm like, please just keep saying words. No. And you know what what, too? Is it, uh, I mean like, okay, there was the French uh, accent, but also it was like, bitch organized. Fuck. Look at her segue from thing to thing and whatever. I'm like, Oh my God. This is what like Amanda was like. I am not like this. I know. It was like a thing of beauty. We're going to have to, Ms. Under French summated no, (laughs) no, no, (laughs) we (laughs) spin-offs. I think we're going to need a spin-off. All right. What do we want to say about this um, Biz Nasty, Dan Carcillo business? Because, can I just say um, how happy I am that JR got fired? (laughs) Yes, so good. Uh, Did you see his follow-up
1: where he then tweeted, I think it was a reply to Biz's, like, rebuttal or something He then tweeted, uh, "Like, oh, you know, like fucking take." He tweeted something, and the photo reply was him like punching Dan Costello in the head. I think, like from when they had a game. And I was like, "No one in this fucking league knows what class is. None of you even went to class because you were student athletes. None of you have heard of class. It's why your houses all look the same and are made of shitty marble (laughs) and beige. What? Never mind. Also fucking
0: tacky. Their houses. What about their wives?" (laughs) Hey, I made a wag. You treat her with respect. I'm just saying, I mean, no disrespect, but, uh, but like at the end of the, you know, when you go into a parking lot and you're trying to find your car and all the cars look alike and you don't, you, you're accidentally getting to get into the wrong one. I think that is the cause of infidelity. They didn't even try to cheat on someone. They just couldn't tell it wasn't their wife. Probably. I don't know. It's very sad. But...
1: Going around yelling your wife's name and waiting to see who goes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Where is she? Oh. Kaylee Adley Oh my god. She's in the back. That's her. I know that sound. Oh my god, that's brutal. <laughs> um. Yeah. Make sure you talk about that when you go to the Wag auction because I think that will I think that will go over big. There. No. No. <laughs> Um, alright. So yeah, whatever. They're unhappy, they hate each other. Like I don't uh care about these these people yeah, anymore. At the,
1: at the end of the day, I'm always gonna kind of side with like like it's another thing where it was sort of when he said like oh the swastika oh like God. thing and he came back and he was like, I've never embroidered in my life, that one's a lie. I am like slightly more inclined to believe him just because He's been so open about everything else yes. like he said racist he said like I was racist I was a bully I said homophobic things I said this 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 and this and I want to apologize for all of them and if I haven't apologized for them tell me like yeah because he's he's been so open and willing to admit that I can't imagine why he would particularly like lie about the swastika thing just because it, it's sort of like if I was if I was being accused of sort of like robbery assault. Right uh some several other crimes and I went hey I never jaywalked
0: don't you accuse me of it although
1: it's the least least offensive but it's like if you're admitting it feel like it's like yeah I did this I did this I did this I absolutely didn't do that one unless embroidery
0: embroidery how dare you (laughs) yeah it's like I feel
1: like if he I feel like if he had that he would have been like yeah I did and it was really dumb and stupid and I I'm sorry for being offensive and for wearing that. Da, da da da. It's the kind of thing I can absolutely see. Like, I know people from my secondary school. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a kid who had, a, like, who carved, like, a swastika into his lighter. And yeah. it's a really weird thing to say because he wasn't, like, a Nazi. He was just, like, a teenage boy. And there's some big thing with, like, white teenage boys yeah. where... It's not that they're necessarily Nazis. They just want to be fucking edgy. They're stupid. And they want to be like counterculture. And it's like, it's a shitty thing, but it's like performatively shitty Yeah. because his, like this guy, his best friend was the one Jewish kid in our year. Yeah. Uh, And it's like, I know that sounds a lot like, Oh, he can't be racist. He's got a Jewish friend or whatever. But it's the kind of thing where I can see him just being like, yeah, I did a, uh, yeah, that was really shitty of me. So to me, the fact that he's like, no, that didn't happen. I'm like, Okay, like I feel like it probably didn't happen just because he's like, I feel like if it did happen, he absolutely would admit to it. I think
0: um, Biznet was accusing him of like buying it and then wearing it around the locker room. And in the stuff that even Biznet posted when he's talking to this other guy in the tests, the other guy says that somebody gave it to Dan Carcillo and Dan Carcillo wore it. I can absolutely see that happening. Like, do you think that we're surprised when somebody says to you, like, uh, the thing is, this is why I believe Dan Carcillo, Mm. because he has been incredibly honest about everything that he says. And the more he reveals, the more that you realize that this is someone who was abused. I think that he even calls it sexual abuse at at this point. Um, and, uh, and, and the and was like acting out in this in the way that someone who has um like uncontrolled rage over what happened and doesn't know how to express it, and then you do all of these things, you act out in a bunch of different ways. He recognizes he's trying to make himself and the sport better, and every single time I hear Bissonette open his mouth, it's either to put somebody down or to build himself up. Or yeah. to hide shit that's going on. It's either to justify the status quo because it works for him and his friends, right? Uh, it's yeah. like it's like um, there's racist shit that's going on in the NHL. Oh, but why does everybody have to uh, say that the NHL is all bad? Because there's a lot of great people in the NHL. And it's like, bitch, we're not talking about all the good things in the NHL. Right now we're talking about yeah. racism in the NHL, right?
1: I get it. I get that, like, 99 of these Skittles are lovely. Yes. uh, Which is a lie. Skittles are disgusting. Uh, No joke of a sweet.
0: But, yeah, I get it. Oh, 99
1: of these Skittles are great. Only one of them is, like, poisonous. It's like, yeah, but it's still fucking there. Right. Like, someone's still going to eat that. That's still going to ruin the experience of awfully eating Skittles. Uh, Yeah, he strikes me as someone who is still very defensive, whereas it seems like I think it takes a great deal of strength Like, it really does take a lot of courage and a lot of strength to, like, admit repeatedly as well that you've made mistakes. I think it takes even more strength to admit that you've made those mistakes, but not then try to, like, cover your ass. Right. Because it's like, some people will be like, I did awful things in the past, but I haven't done any recently. And, like, i notice a lot of the time when Dan does tweet about the stuff that he's done he doesn't sort of top it off by talking about how he's a great guy now. Right. He'll often just be like, yeah, I said awful shit like this and I'm trying to make amends for it. Like, it's harder to just straight out say, I did bad things than it is to say, I did bad things, but, whereas with Biz, I don't even think he's at the sort of, I did I bad things, but stage. It seems like, if someone said like, hey, you made a really sexist comment. He seems to be the kind of dude who rather than going like, I'm really sorry, that was, you know, uh, I shouldn't have said that. It strikes me as him would be like, well, I didn't mean it in the sexist way is like why so, are you reading so it, it like matter. that? So it doesn't matter exactly. No, 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 it's it's he's still at that really defensive point where, like, nothing's really gonna
0: calling him out won't work because right. instead he will see himself as the victim. Well, that's the that's the thing with the most of the hockey players over the age of say twenty eight, right? Yeah, is that they have zero self awareness. Zero. What's the difference between? Um, between Bissonette and, uh, and uh, Ronick None. They're the same person. One of them had more skill than the other as a hockey player, but they are the same person. He's the same kind of jackass. They, I mean, like, this is how stupid the man is, right? You go to onto a podcast that is so up your fucking ass that they are willing to give the players final edit over what they publish, which means... Yeah. You said shit during that episode that they probably cut out because you recognized that it was bad. But having a foursome with your coworkers was not one of those things that you thought was so bad that maybe you shouldn't go there. That's how fucking stupid it is. It's these also, hockey players I are. I keep
1: hearing that defense of like, "Oh, it's just locker room talk," but it's like, okay, but at this point, you have to realize that when people say it's locker room talk locker room talk is just a slang word for like oh it was us being offensive in private right like we'll be like oh it's just locker room talk and I'm like that doesn't like that doesn't mean that it's not bad like if anything you guys should realize that when you if someone says like oh yeah I heard some locker room talk in my brain I think okay so you were saying something that was probably quite offensive like that's what I take from locker room talk locker room talk doesn't mean like oh it was
0: just harmless banter That is not what that phrase is synonymous with anymore. You know, also, you know what the locker room is? It is a room where no one else is allowed in. You know that big fucking microphone in front of your face? You dumb ass piece of shit. That is, I don't even know how we have to explain to them the difference between being in a locker room and literally putting i mean look i know i'm in denial that people listen to this podcast that we're talking into this thing and then other people are going to listen to it but for fuck's sakes how stupid are these people like
1: my actions having consequences what?
0: how dare you i can't i can't even i don't understand are
1: so Boxing as hell today, and I'm living for in,
0: it. In the jacuzzi, when I was objectifying her, she thought my jokes were hilarious. I
1: don't understand. When we were alone in a in the corner of a building, and I was making these incredibly crass jokes, she laughed. She laughed. I don't understand why, why she would have a problem. Why this a foot shorter than me and whose job was probably less secure than mine simply go
0: along with my jokes I mean if anything she's complicit yes and then I don't un- and since she laughed I don't understand why she would mind me sharing it with I don't know everyone literally everyone uh, so yeah yeah I don't I mean I can't even how do you defend the, how do you defend um, how do you defend these people I can't I cannot um oh my god I can't I can't with the, this shit anymore. I can't. Uh, you know what? There's got to be, I, like, at least I look at the young players. Kale McCarr. Is there any other ones? Bless
1: Kale McCarr. There's wait, a reason wait. that uh, Yahoo Sports loves no. him so much. and It's Where's... because he's, he's like the palate cleanser yes. of the NHL. Every time you're like, oh my God, this person did what? Yes. And they said what? And then you look and you're like, oh, Kale McCarr helped an old lady carry her groceries. Yes. And you're like, Oh, thank God. It's like cracking yes. open the window in a fucking like drug den. It is. Just that little breath of fresh
0: air. I'm going to, I'm going to give you kale macar. I'm going to, I'm going to sprinkle on some Colton Payarko or Payarko. Yeah. How do you say we that? We could have
1: a little kale macar as a treat.
0: Yes. yes. And then Colton else? we need like the trifecta. We need, there has yeah. to be at least one, like the trifecta of uh, purity. Um, I would
1: say cut a heart normally, but like he plays for Philly, so it's only a matter of time. And he did sass off to a reporter. That is true. That is I don't true. know. I think that Travis Konechny, despite being a complete fucking gremlin, uh, is a force for good. He's just <laughs> like right. he's the Philly equivalent of Kale McCarr. All right. Then I'm willing he's to like, add him he's in He's their there. Uh, you can play ambassador. I, I think like I remember someone saying, like, oh, he just like. uh, I think you got like an assist or something on you can play night against the dude who was a known like homophobe. And you're like, yeah, gay
0: rights. There you go. There you go. Also I'm holding out hope for that guy that was raised by uh, his gay moms. Yes. Whoever he is. You gotta be some goodness in the world there. Hell yeah. Please, please. I can't imagine
1: the stress of growing up in his household and like yelling for your mom and then hearing two moms yell back and you're like, Oh, I only wanted one of you.
0: So, are we transitioning from uh, Biz Nasty to Evander Kane? Because that's a—is that an upgrade or a downgrade? I can't even tell. Well, we point. had
1: a nice little—we uh, had a nice little sandwich filling of kale McCarr and top breaker. So,
0: uh, yeah, let's talk about Evander Kane. They really are like an Being Amuse.
1: right about something. <laughs> they're
0: like uh! the—they're like the Amuse Bouche. In between yeah. courses, we uh, we add on a, a kale macar, kale. He's so cute. All right, let me read this. Um, I mean, like, just when you thought that you couldn't hate the NHL more, a cane makes a point. Ugh. And then you're like, fuck you, NHL. You may- you're making me side with a cane. Why you do this to me? Why? 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 All right, I'm going to read his statement. I'm going to read his statement. Which, do you think he wrote this statement? I I do.
1: I think he wrote it very angrily in, like, his car.
0: Because, I mean, like, there are no grammatical errors. (laughs) Sorry to be, like, um, cliched, but these bitches are stupid. So I'm just saying, I'm surprised. Hey, hey, hey. What? Alexander Karpett went to Harvard. Uh, Look, so did George W. Bush. I'm just saying, uh, anybody can get into Harvard. Zach Hyman's a published author. I mean, it is for kids, but. Yes, yes. Well, then, let me read this statement from Evander Kane. Oh, my God. All right. (laughs) What are you doing? Okay. The fact the the NHL Department of Player Safety, headed by George Peros, continue to pick and choose who and what they suspend is ridiculous. Exclamation mark. He's angry. Um, There have been countless incidents of the same nature through this season and past seasons that have gone unsuspended or fined. No one person can tell you what is or isn't a suspension in today's game. It's become a complete guess. There is a major lack of consistency with the NHL Department of Player Safety, a completely flawed, in caps, system in so many ways. From the suspensions to the appeal rights, it's baffling to me how we as players agreed to this. You can't continue to give some players a pass and throw the book at others. There has to be an outside third party making these decisions to remove the bias and that transpires in the department headed by George Peros. None of this makes any sense. I think he's angry at this George Peros dude.
1: Yeah, I think we all are, though. And it's like, I'm quite angry that I kind of agree with him.
0: I am. But I mean, like it's like, really upsetting. Usually. Hey, do you want to play
1: a fun game? Yes, I do. Okay, so Evander Kane was given three games for uh, physical abuse of officials. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you what? a crime. He was given, he was I'm gonna given give three games for what? Uh, it says uh, physical abuse of officials. No. no, wait, sorry, that was his other one. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Whoops, I meant elbowing Neil Pionk, which is the sound that yeah. my... um. My, uh, post. So I'm going to read you a crime okay. that a naughty hockey player has committed. And I want you to tell me whether you think it
0: had a higher number of suspensions or a lower
1: number of suspensions.
0: Oh, 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 can I start? Um, uh, uh, yeah. uh, telling your girlfriend to get an abortion and then paying her off, but then not pay- giving her the money. How many is that? Uh, it's not on my list. <laughs> oh, no suspensions. Just to put uh, it. Into... No, no. All right, all right. Okay.
1: Okay. So, um, so that was uh, elbowing.
0: Okay. Yeah. That, that's so, bad too. Sure. Yep.
1: Yeah. Have... So, um, mm-hmm. elbowing to the head. Wait, what, what the elbow? What was the, well, so Sorry, what was the legal, a legal check to the head? Do you oh. think it has, uh, so that was elbowing. Uh, do you believe a legal check to the head? will have a higher or lower uh, number of, like, day suspension. So is it higher or lower than three,
0: is what we're saying? Higher or lower than three, yeah. Well, I mean, common sense would say higher, so I'm going to go with lower. Maybe Yes. two? Uh, two, yes. Yes, of course. That makes sense. So
1: um, that was an illegal check to the head. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, what about ooh, what about another illegal check to the head? You mean multiple uh, checks to the head like a second like check to the head
0: like the same day or <laughs> no different person different person elbowed? Oh well then I mean well then this time it must be higher than both of them because that makes no sense. So I'm gonna go five
1: Um. No, that's actually, it's still the same number. It's still two days suspension, but it was more expensive. Huh. Oh. Because the the illegal check to the head for Ivan provorov the first one was uh, Curtis McDermott, who I've never heard of before in my life. Uh, illegal check to the head of Ivan Provorov. He was suspended for two games and was uh, forfeited a whole $7,258.06 hmm. from his salary. Uh, and obviously, this is because of the amount you make per game. But uh, Jeremy Luzon uh, checking uh, Derek Stepan in the head, uh, same number of same number of days suspension, but that was eight thousand uh, oh. and thirty oh. seven dollars and sixty three cents. Interesting. Interesting. Um, what about snorting
0: cocaine? Snorting cocaine. That yeah, do you think sounds... snorting
1: cocaine would have? If you did illegal drugs outside of um, hockey, do you think that would, and they don't count as a performance enhancing substance, do you think
0: that would get you more than a check to the head? Well, Riot, in that case, you're hurting no one that, other than yourself. So again, I'm going to assume it is a high, high, high number of, uh, of days. Let me see. Hmm. Twelve? No, it's actually a a quarter of that. It's three. Three? Okay. Yeah, so it's
1: actually more than elbow, more than checking someone in the head. Uh, Yeah, you get more of a punishment for checking someone in the head if you snort cocaine.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: Uh, Is yelling at, is is physical abuse of an official, and I know what this is in in reference to, um, is physical abuse of of an official, would you get
0: more... Then, you know, elbowing someone in the head or less. You know, I mean, this one is going to literally break me. I think because <laughs> uh, because I feel like the next one that you're going to do is what happens when you, I don't know, pick up a TV and then like throw it at your wife's head, and uh, and that's going to be zero. So yelling at a referee is got to be like I don't know, five games.
1: Well, no, see physical abuse of an official uh, is only three games uh, whereas yelling at an official is still a uh, 100 grand I believe it's a 100 fine. grand isn't it
0: I don't know I don't know I mean uh, let me see how much did Chara get for cross-checking somebody in the throat um nothing as far as I can he, tell he got a fine
1: oh no no he got he got um
0: I thought he just got like a matching minor no 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 he got a he got a fine. Because um, when a literal giant cross-checks you in the throat, you get a, I think it was somebody did math and it was like um, the equivalent to a normal person getting charged $50. Yes.
1: Hey, here's a fun question. Mm -hmm. What's more expensive? Uh, Elbowing someone in the head or, or a legal check to someone's head. Or
0: interference. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm almost kind of seeing the point. Think like a sensible person.
1: What's more expensive? What has a bigger fine? Uh, a legal hit to the head,
0: legal or interference? The- interference. I mean, you would think it would be an illegal hit to the head. I'm going to say illegal. You would. You would. You would. So. Yes, I'll go with that. Uh,
1: you would be wrong, though, because um, illegal hit to the head is you're looking at an average of seven dollars to $8,000. But for interference, you're looking at about $14,000. Uh, and, oh, and actually you're looking at a one more day of suspension than uh, illegally hitting someone in the
0: head. Now, we're missing something. The most grave thing that you can do, aside from leaving the bench... What, was it? You're not allowed to leave the bench. Oh yeah. But everyone, because that's like apparently that's the biggest crime known to mankind in hockey is leaving the bench once a fight has started. That's like a definite <laughs> no, no. Don't you leave? You cement your ass to that bench. You, you sit get the off, hell down. It'll be hell to pay. But that's also not on my list, sadly. But saliva. We haven't mm-hmm. talked about saliva. The uh n- the numch numchucks. of uh, of bodily fluids when it comes to, yeah. That is
1: the eighth highest uh, offense this year. Out of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, out of 20, no, 21. Out of 21 suspensions this year, Mm -hmm. the eighth worst thing you can do Uh, is spit at Eric Gabranson. And how much did... What what did that get him? Well, that was three games. Three games. uh, Which, for the record, uh, is similar to elbowing physical abuse of a... Spitting at someone is a similar crime to doing cocaine. It's also a similar crime to elbowing someone in the head. Uh, It's more of a crime than boarding, uh, illegal checks, uh... Yes. I, I understand why you didn't get a big fine for serving as the aggressor in a altercation with Matthew Kachuk, because right. I feel like they're like, well, to be fair, it is Matthew Kachuk. Yes, yes. Although, I mean, to be fair, here's some good news. Here's some good news. Okay. Um. Well, A uh, bad news is that, like, well, the good news is that one of the, the third highest penalty given out this year Mm-hmm. Was seven games.
0: Seven games, and that, for, and that
1: was for kicking a guy in the chest whilst wearing ice skates. Hmm.
0: And that was Zach Cassian. But I think didn't we just see somebody also kick somebody? No, this is skate? who it was. That was Zach Cassian
1: kicked a dude in the chest uh, with his skates on on Valentine's Day because that's romantic.
0: Well, it is. Uh, Zach
1: Cassian's yeah. also the dude who. Uh, Try to fight Matthew Kachuk
0: and then Kuchak Right, because of, of the code.
1: Yeah, so that was that was the third highest. Uh, yeah, third highest suspension to be. Well, hang on, let me double check something. <laughs> He's literally about just under a month between his last suspension. Nice. He got the second suspension, the second or well, the, the second highest suspension this year. Which was twenty games uh, was performance-enhancing substances oh. from some dude I've never heard of from uh, the Golden Knights.
0: Of course, and of course.
1: The obviously the most highest suspension, which was eighty-two games plus playoffs, uh, was
0: Slavovoyanov. Right, but there. But he'll be back.
1: Because, oh, he'll be back. You yeah,
0: know. but then again. Um, so let me let me just say it. That's eighty games. That's eighty games for beating the crap out of your wife. But what if you beat the crap out of your wife during the playoffs? Is that only like five <laughs> what games? banned from the playoffs as well. Yeah, because you know in the in the play during the playoffs, it's all different. You know because it's the playoffs. So I think I think maybe that would be five. That would be five games if only he had beat the crap out of her during the playoffs. It's it insane because I'm looking
1: say. at like. let's talk about the lower end of the spectrum we're talking about under we'll say under like wait that doesn't make sense mathematically what are you doing (laughs) your maths is wrong sorry um yeah this has gone weird yeah so we're talking about like anything within like seven grand so it's high sticking elbowing slashing roughing spearing, and boarding uh, all things that we can agree are quite dangerous. Wait, you forgot, like a, you forgot licking. Because ew, that's that doesn't. The fine is added to a suspension. Oh, so okay. all of these physically dangerous things like uh, high sticking, slashing, boarding, and roughing and elbowing, uh, those are all fined within like the five thousand mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's anything from boarding Alex de Brincat, cat uh, Samuel Gerard. Was one thousand nine hundred and fifty-seven dollars, which is less than I which is less than um, I get in a term for my maintenance loan. Hmm.
0: Well, I mean, um, in their defense, Chara called him and said sorry.
1: Uh. What else is there? Yeah, Chara got Chara got a five thousand dollar. 5, Fine for that. Uh, the second, <coughs> the one that's next highest after that, is charging, and that was seven thousand three hundred and ninety-two. And then highest of crimes that does not, the like, highest of crimes that we have here for fines um, is a ten thousand dollar fine to Claude Julian. For inappropriate comments against officials during a post-game press conference. I can't even. And then the highest fine this year is a $20,000 fine to John Tortorella. Valid. For inappropriate comments regarding officials during a post-game press conference.
0: I don't care. If it's towards John Tortorella, he earned it. Maybe not for this instant, but for all of the yeah. karmic bullshit from beforehand. You pay yeah, that no. fine. He, if
1: he's going to get fined, fine him at the right time. Because otherwise right. you're setting a bad precedent. That's it, right. It's just shocking to me that, like, these fines, Yes. the, the highest charged fines are for speaking out against uh, yeah. officials during a post-game press conference. The lower end are physical, like, elbowing, roughing, yes. slashing.
0: yes anything that would land you in jail as a a normal human being um, is uh, under a certain amount. And that's not even during the playoffs because then it's like nothing at all. But uh, if you said something mean, then, you know, that hurts somebody's feelings on the inside. And that's a no, no in the NHL.
1: It just, it makes no sense to me that like missing the all-star game, gets you right. It's only one less of a game suspension than illegally checking someone in the head or elbowing someone.
0: I can't, I can't, or I mean, like again, someone
1: or roughing
0: George Paros president or whatever he is, head of the department of Uh player safety owns a company. What is it called? That company? Violent oh, gentlemen, um, violent gentlemen. I mean, fuck them all. Like, how do you take these people seriously? But um, you know what? Okay, so those are all crimes. But I want to end this podcast um, on the biggest crime. And that is goal songs. Steve, <laughs> Steve Dangle out there trying to do God's work by trying to make these dumbasses seem interesting. He tried. I mean, when I said before, remember when I said, nine times out of ten, I blame the interviewer. How hard is it to make these people interesting? How hard is it to ask them something different that would make them seem cool? How hard could that be? It's the fault of the interviewer. Here's Steve Dangle out there, nice guy, smart, funny, sitting down with these players. Ask them an interesting, that was an interesting question, right? Yeah, it was. Steve Dangle is a good interviewer, in my opinion. He's a good interviewer. He's filling the
1: void that Cappy has left in my heart.
0: Yes, Yes. So he asks them, like um, baseball players have uh, songs that they come out to. If you were, um, if you had a goal song that they played when you scored a goal, what would that song be? And this is what these motherfuckers came up with. First of all, I have to start with Matt Barzell because he stopped the interview He literally stopped the interview and was like, oh, no, wait, you have to stop so that I can think about this. He thought about this to come up with the best answer. And this is what he came up with. Did you know this song before he said it? Had you ever heard of this song?
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't particularly think of it as like, you know, a goal scoring song.
0: I need a dollar. I wish we knew where buttons were. I listened
1: to that on, like, a casual walk to uni.
0: It's not Eye of the Tiger. It's not, like, rah, rah, (laughs) I'm getting ready. It's not Lose Yourself by Eminem. That's nobody's, like, you know. (laughs) It's not a victory. (laughs) It's not We Are the Champions. It's not, like, it's I Need a Dollar.
1: How? how, how? If anyone made it funnier, it was Steve Dangle saying, like, oh, like, for contract time. And he was, like, oh, no. And it's, like, ugh. He gave you the assist there buddy and you were
0: like nope not taking it how much how do, do you love time make this question fun that he had ne he, that that never that that it had to do with money that it like never occurred to him like that whole I need a dollar you're a millionaire T- who's player can, and you're yeah. I can
1: sympathize with them because if you turned to me uh like if you turned to me and went, you know hey name a song I'd be like I have never listened to music before in my life.
0: Yeah. Like I would just blank. Well, okay. If you let me do it to you right now, then if you had to pick a goal song, what would it be? Oh, fuck. if you don't say I predict a riot, I'm done. I'm done. No,
1: because I get mad when people make that joke at me. I've heard it a thousand times before. No, if I was going to pick a song, it's going to be uh wannabe by the spice girls. Because oh. I want, I, I'm sorry, but I can't think of anything better than scoring a goal, turning and looking at the opposing team, have to look at me while I zig a zig a. Like, if anything, if I'm picking a goal scoring song, it should be a song that makes me happy yes. and makes the other team infuriated.
0: Infuriating. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah, no, I don't got that. Alternatively, I got it would be Sail Away by Enya. Oh, no. (laughs) Actually, actually, I'm actually kind of into that, I think. You know what? I feel like we need to do a montage of, uh, because you can't really tell until you see a player scoring and then play that music in the background about whether or not it would go down well or not. I'm I'm glad no one said uh, Chelsea Dagger, uh, that that song that the the Blackhawks play, because I fucking hate that song. And I used to like that song, and then and now I hate that song.
1: Yeah, I like that song. I hate them for ruining a Fratelli song, Ugh, bastards. So so
0: so bad. What would you have as your song? I can't. You know what? I'm uh, I'm I'm Matthew Barzelling this. No, because I know enough not <laughs> to, to keep my mouth shut. In this case, um, no, I can't think of anything. You know what? The only thing that's coming to my mind is Octopus's Garden, and I'm like, why am I thinking of that song? <laughs> why am I doing you know um, that song? what would you make uh
1: <laughs> if you could pick sid's sids song what would it be
0: oh you know what um what what's that song by not sids but the um what is it it's not can't stop me now can it's can't stop me now is that what it's called oh yeah what the queen one? no no um can't oh no it's called can't stand me now oh damn it that's not the song oh can't stand me now yeah yeah but that wouldn't work <laughs> It no, would, would you, It would if you were Vander Cain. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what would you pick for uh Sydney Crosby?
0: For Sydney Crosby, um oh my god, what's that song that he was singing in that video thing that he had? Uh I can't remember. I'm I I haven't listened to music in so long cuz I've been listening to these stupid audio tapes and podcasts uh-huh. that I don't even remember. What was the one that he was um Listener, you have to tell me. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. In that, my choice for Sid,
1: if he yeah. wasn't allowed to veto it, would be Baby
0: Got Back by Sid. Yes, Silver. yes. That or Anaconda. <laughs> that would be good too. That would be good too. Um, what about Dino? Oh fuck! Um, it would be some techno, Russian techno. It would be
1: some techno, or it would be like Rasputin by Boney
0: M. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> rah, rah, Rasputin, oh my God. Love that would be amazing okay so um nathan mckinnon nathan oh. mckinnon's was life is good by drake that's not bad is that bad
1: uh, even a song but it's the one with the line where it's like i'm gonna eat your ass like a cupcake
0: <laughs> who would come out to a lizzo song Oh, whose shit. goal song would be Lizzo? Uh,
1: who's got big Lizzo energy? Um, I feel like, oh, I don't know. Crystal Tang or Travis Connectney coming out specifically on the beat where she says, like, I'm 100% that bitch. Yes. <laughs> With a hair flip? Totally. I can see that. Yeah. I can uh, see that. John Tavares, my choice for him would be uh, the intro theme from The Muppet Show. <laughs> So he'd score a goal, and then he'd turn, you'd hear. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh it's my time God. to stop the music. It's <laughs> time to light the lights. As his dumb little Muppet face skates out.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Matt Duchesne would write his own.
1: Oh, it would be like <laughs> Christian Rock or something. It'd be like, Jesus, you are my best friend.
0: Which, yes. It would be, it, every every uh, game he would write his own and then force people, and he would play the whole thing from beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think, um, what is it? Shane Webber's would just be the Terminator theme.
0: <laughs> what is the Terminator theme? Who fucking knows? But it would be the Terminator theme. That would, that would make, no, his is, uh, oh my God. Beer never broke my heart. Oh, Listen to these fuckers who uh, somebody also had one buy me a boat except I didn't know who this fucker was.
1: What? I did immediately Shazam that song because I've been collecting bad country on my uh, oh, phone. Oh my god. Who? Who? I have a great one called uh, Eatin' Pussy Kickin' Ass.
0: Oh my god.
1: Which would not be Jamie Ben's song.
0: It doesn't it, listen to the titles of these songs and tell me that that's not exactly the type of like like, if you were a, an NHL player and had to write a song, you would write a song called Beer Never Broke My Heart or Buy Me a yeah, Boat.
1: Yeah, And it would be about the cup, not a woman. Right, exactly. Exactly.
0: Oh, my God. That is so true.
1: Oh, I mean, this, jo- this joke is absolutely made, but um, Jamie Benn, I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, Eric Stahl had Turbulence. I mean, nice. Yeah, but that—that's why. I mean, like, I expected like uh Garth Brooks. Oh, who would have a Bono song? Bono. Who would have a U2 Bono song? or Bonavere.
1: No, like Bono is in U two. Oh, um. who would unironically have U two?
0: Oh my god, I'm trying to. I, I can't even think of NHL players right now. It would have to be somebody older. Bono would be. They're they're too young to think yeah. of Bono, aren't they? Well, we'll just say Ron Hainsey then. Yes, that's a good age. He With the oldest, white leg trousers. Is he the oldest official play, uh, player in the NHL? That would make sense. Um, Jack Eichel, who is, I mean, I have never seen Jerry Curl like, uh, like Eichel. Okay, rocking. so he'd even have like an old school Justin Timberlake song.
1: Or <laughs> I think he'd have That's Not My Name by the Ting Tings because they keep uh, nope. Nope. asking him about Conor McDavid.
0: It's Time of Our Lives by Pitbull. I mean, I love Pitbull, to be fair. I unironically <laughs> love Pitbull. Um, not one Pulse Malone song. I'm a little surprised. I think
1: um, I've got one for Conor McDavid. Oh, no. Hurt by Johnny Cash. <laughs> he scores a goal, you just hear, I hurt myself today to see if I still feel... <laughs>
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! And then Patrick Kane. It's very sad that I didn't even get. I didn't get it until after. um Rock me like a hurricane. Do you know how long it took me to get Hurricane Kane? Oh, ow! Oh, uh huh. Yes. Ugh. I know. I know.
1: Uh, I think his should be locked up in jail by John Lee Hooker. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, it should. Yes, it should. So, yeah, that's them. Uh, Holtby.
1: Should- um, Holtby. Oh, it would be fucking Sail Away by Enya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. It would be like Mongolian throat singing It would be his acoustic version of Sail Away oh. by, uh, by Enya. Um, who's that? Yeah. W- there's one of the capitals. It, I what's his name? Um, Backstrom would be something yes. on the bongos, probably uh, himself. Oh, I think his would just be the Kill Bill
1: sirens, uh, with his like terrifying unblinking eyes.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, he just scored. He like Kuznetsov. <laughs> <laughs> I call him Flock of Seagulls, so he needs to have a song by Flock of Seagulls in it. Or he
1: could have. Um, oh. Like
0: uh, one of the uh, the chicken C60 dance songs, maybe the chicken dance. Da na 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 That would be good for him. What about Ovi? Oh, uh,
1: what songs have eight in the title? Oh no. Oh,
0: he could have a uh, sexual healing by the Hot Eight Brass Band. Oh my God, he's he's like hardcore into rap, isn't
1: he? Yeah. Although he could also have like he could. Probably more realistically have uh, Rasputin yes. because yes he he absolutely have Rasputin because it's got Putin in the name
0: it does but also
1: Russia's greatest love machine uh, <laughs> Rush machine never breaks
0: so. yes there you go okay well you know what that's fair that that is uh, fair we have to think of a better one for Sid then
1: yeah uh, well we did a good one I can't think of like anything about like tiny water bottles <laughs> Don't call me baby what. Don't call me baby. And it's, call he me. sings it at women his same age who keep trying to like touch his ass.
0: He um he is apparently a big uh um uh Phil Collins, Phil Collins? fan. So huh. in the air tonight. Yes, uh, um, I
1: wouldn't let him have it because he scores so much that he'd ruin the, <laughs> like the he'd ruin the drum solo for the me. The drum he'd just solo. Play
0: it. Yes. Oh my God. He needs
1: a song so that you can listen to a thousand times without getting sick of it.
0: What song would that be? I mean, um, it's Sid. Wouldn't he just pick Renegades? Yeah, probably. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think it'd be great if they did like everyone's goal songs. Everyone's like, it's this, and they go to Sid and he's like, Oh, uh, it'd be all I do is win by DJ Khaled. <laughs> just just dead stare into the Love. camera. Absolutely. No humor. He's like, yeah, it'd be that.
0: If he knows who G- DJ Khaled is, I would give you a million dollars.
1: That or he's like, that's someone that's like, I'm the best around <laughs> Yes. I wanted to just grow a massive ego just
0: for like three seconds. His his goal song should be his ego.
1: <laughs> I got a big ego by Kanye West.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um, all right. Well What about Austin Matthews? Some, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Something about like I don't know.
0: You can't Knocking touch. On. You can't touch this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't touch this, it's being played by a woman inside a car. Exactly. Exactly. Mitch Mando should be the crazy frog theme, and that's a good note to end our podcast
0: on. That that sounds uh, that sounds like a good one. Mm. Okay, we promise. Uh, both of us are going on vacation, which clearly we really need. And yeah. when we get back, we'll be happier, and the NHL will be less stupid. One of those yeah, things and, will be true. And Gritty true.
1: will have noticed me.
0: Yes. Or um, one of the uh, one of the Philadelphia. I feel like um, Gritty's had a lot on his mind. He did just narrowly escape um, jail time. It's, yeah. only, it's only a matter of time before he ends up there. But for now, he's free man. So maybe he just, it was not on his radar.
1: Oh, we only gave one Patrick Kane song. song. We only gave one Kane a song. Um, okay. Other Kane, I forgot his name. That's
0: nice. Evander Kane
1: is uh, Wasn't Me
0: by Shaggy. By Shaggy. <laughs> <It wasn't me. laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Well, for next one, maybe we'll have songs for Biz Nasty, JR, Don Cherry. Quite a play mix uh, 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 there that we'd have. All right, oh. all right. Then we we are going to do that. We promise we'll be we will be happier. Everything will be better. We'll play some Lizzo. Yes. And uh, yeah. So any parting words? Any any parting Gritney uh, words that you want to leave with? Does Gritney talk?
1: <gasps> she. She talks the same way that Gritty does. She's got squeaky hands and she can, and she can tweet.
0: Dude, maybe you need to do like, remember when Gritty did the, uh, the cards from love actually. Oh
1: shit. Yes.
0: Dude. I know. Right. I hit
1: on victory green, green with.
0: I think what I didn't, I missed that. What'd you say? And I've lost you. What did you say? I gonna say I should hit on victory. I should hit on Victor E green with those cards. Yes. Can you, please? Cause I would uh love to watch that. I just need to make a sexy Victor E green. Yes. No, are you kidding me? Wait, can you just can you just die? I'm clearly not sick and tired of fucking fur. Can't you just um like stick her in a tub of green dye?
1: Oh, I completely misheard you the first time because you wake cut, you just die, and I was like, "No, no. An overreaction."
0: Like, if you want me to
1: stop, just tell me to stop. Because <laughs> otherwise, that's a threat, and I do not take kindly that's not to threats.
0: Cool. That escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, I was like damn. But Kate, no, you know, just- I
1: think I've decided. I think in the length of this podcast, I've decided that I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Kevin Hayes to sign a picture of Britney.
0: <laughs> yes, do it, do it. I love it. Oh, I'm going to regret this so much. No, you know what? You only live. What did I, what did I say to Gritty? You miss 100% of the shots, you know, you never take. I thought he would have appreciated <laughs> that one. That big orange bastard. Seriously.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that prick. Seriously, Gritty. So, but, but on brand. I'm not going to lie. It's on brand. It
1: is it is very on brand. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. Wow. Okay. Well, have a good night, and we will we'll talk again uh, soon when you tell us about the, um, what is it called? The WAG Carnival? <laughs> it's not called the WAG, it's called the Wives Carnival. Oh, the Wives Carnival. What, the girlfriends aren't invited?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put a ring on it before they let you handle a budget. Or so. that
0: some flyers got confused and invited both.
1: He's got his wife, he's got his girlfriend, he's got that Instagram influencer That's he's been right. DMing
0: on the Damn. side. Oh, my bad. I misunderstood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's got his wife, he's got someone else's wife, it's fine. That's right.
0: <laughs> She's like, what's my sister doing here? <laughs> oh.
1: okay. was Carrie Price's sister is married to another hockey even, like, was, get the uh, fuck
0: out. was it uh that was the marty brodeur the one that um dumped yeah. his wife or his sister-in-law man yes the best anyways okay we will bid you farewell enjoy your trip thank you enjoy your trip thank you i will come back with a tan and hopefully a nephew that hasn't been eaten by a shark that's my goal <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's, worth that's a worthy goal I think oh my god Riot I almost died I forgot to tell you oh yeah I choked on a piece of meat <laughs> thing and it almost died What? you <laughs> choked on a mozzarella stick no <laughs> that mozzarella stick honestly uh, now after having almost choked on a piece of meat I'm like fucking mozzarella stick you almost choked on that loser that would have disintegrated with no problem there was nothing it was like a baby piece of meat and I'm telling you, nothing would have gone through this thing. I, if I had accidentally sucked in instead of coughed out, I would be dead right now. I'm not even kidding you. I was like 30 seconds away from death. It was it was crazy. <laughs> I reevaluated my whole life and then went on as normal. Ten seconds after, I was like, oh well.
1: Oh, I just realized Kevin Hayes isn't signing at uh, the Flyers
0: Festival. No, so who is?
1: Jacob Voracek
0: is. Ah, well. Is he single? No.
1: I'm pretty sure he's married. Right. Like any NHL player over 21, he's
0: probably (coughs) married. True, Very true, very true. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fucking Jacob Voracek. Do I risk it? Do it. Well, you know what? Listeners, send in your things. Uh, We should do a poll (laughs) about who you should get to sign the – the uh, gritty picture. Why not more than one? Because I have to pay for them. What? Yeah. Man. I That's, That's rough. That's rough. <clears throat> Still, you're going to have amazing time. You're going to live tweet, right? Yeah, I probably will. Okay, good. Okay, we will be following for sure. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Have a good night, and we will uh, we will talk to you again, listener, when we get back. So this is probably going to go up on the Sunday, although we are recording on a Tuesday. In case anything uh, massive happens between now and then, and you're wondering why we're not talking about it, that would be why. Um, and then we'll yeah we'll be back a week from now. Bye.
1: See. You. Bye. Bye.